Hello and welcome to the Healing Circle, a modern day approach to spirituality hosted by the founder, Spiritual Wellness Christine. It is my mission to help people find an achievable approach to wellness and spiritual healing. With insights into the spiritual world, this weekly podcast will remind you of just how important it is to find balance in your busy life. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. Today I'm going to speak about energy and how important it is to understand it, to protect your energy and also how to ground your energy. I think as you go to your spiritual journey, you understand, you start to really raise your awareness around energy and how important it is in terms of your own well-being and the well-being of others. I tend to spend a lot of time getting my students to understand energy and how it works on my Reiki courses. So I'm going to dive straight in. I'm going to get the technical stuff out of the way, so the theory stuff, and then we can get into the nitty gritty. So what is energy? First and foremost, it is good to be clear on the meaning of energy. According to general physics, energy never being created and nor destroyed. It has been transferred and transformed from some type to another. Mostly everyone is familiar to atomic energy heat, light, current and wind as of energy. Well, it is because these are most used types of energy resources. However, in reality, everything is considered as energy. Science knows as much as everything visible to the eye or invisible is basically a group of similar atoms with the same signature. This brings me back to the first year in science class. So bear with me. But we need to really understand what energy is. Atoms can vibrate in different level, which is the electron that vibrates and number of electrons and protons in the atom also makes it unique. And normally number of electrons and protons are equal, which makes atoms electronically neutral. The number of protons in an atom is defining feature of an atom. It is what makes one element different from another. Now we know that generally atom is energy and everything is made out of atom. Therefore, everything is energy in essence. Very interesting and important characteristic of atom is that 99.9999% of an atom is empty space. So now the question is, if only 0.0000% of an atom is solid, that means anything we see is only 0.00001% solid and 99.9999% is empty. Just imagine the wall in front of you. If it is 99.9999% nothingness, then how other solid objects aren't getting right through it? This rises the understanding of vibration, which Albert Einstein has in his theories. If we can shift our body's molecular and atomic level vibration, we can pass through something or we can be visible. The vibration of the atom makes the illusion of solidity. Imagine a fan rotating very fast. All you see is a solid round plane. Something similar is happening with atoms. Therefore, we interact with different elements in different level based on their atomic structure and vibration. Now that we understand energy and the elements around us, including ourselves as a sort of energy, it is easy to understand how everything has some sort of influence and effect on everything else surrounding it. So that's basically bringing it back to you. The influence you have and the effect on everything that surrounds you and likewise you surrounding them. So when I'm speaking to my clients or I'm speaking to my students about energy, it's like 
you look at someone as energy and what energy are they giving out towards you and how can you accept that energy? So let's bring it back to our bodies. So if you think about it, we have our seven chakras along our spine and we also have our soul chakra, which is about six inches off over our crown chakra. And then if you bring your awareness all the way down through your spine, through those seven chakras along the spine, down out past your feet and about two feet past your feet, you are connected to the earth chakra. The earth chakra grounds you to Mother Earth, grounds us to the core of energy and keeps us in a sense of connection with Mother Nature. The soul chakra right above our crown chakra is what keeps us connected to our higher consciousness, source, God, whatever way you want to describe it. So seven chakras in the middle of the spine. We have the crown chakra on top of our head. We have our third eye space between our eyebrows. We have our throat chakra. We also have our heart chakra, our solar plexus, our sacral chakra and our root chakra. So if you think about it, if you can imagine that our central channel is like an axis and out of this axis comes out our en energy, our auric field. If you spread your arms out way past, out by the side, your auric field or your energy biomagnetic field is out just past your fingertips. So that's how wide you are. Even bring out your arms out by the side and feel. That is where your energy field spreads straight out beyond your body. So do you ever get when you walk by someone and you just get this bad vibe and you're like, oh, that person seems to be having a bad day or, you know, there's something about that person I don't like. That is because your biomagnetic energy field bounced off their biomagnetic energy field and you got that message. When our intuition is on fire, basically it's we are being meditating, we're really connecting to our own well-being and our spiritual journey. We're connecting to our third eye. Our intuition is at an all-time high, so we get these messages through our auric field of the environment around us. It's interesting, we have our five senses, and on this earth, we are only aware of the five senses, but my God, we have a hell of a lot more senses that we don't understand that are accessible to us. If you think about it, if we're only really seeing no point, no, 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 1% solid, so something in front of us. And this is what I always try and describe to people about the spiritual world. If we're only seeing 0.00001% in the earth world, well then the 99.999% that's in the spirit world. So can you imagine what we're not seeing? So can you imagine that there's a veil between the earth plane and the spiritual world and they can see us, but we can't see them. It's interesting because a lot of people get a sense of peace. So when they think of their loved ones, that they get a sense of comfort knowing that their loved ones are always around them. And one day we'll meet them again. Yeah. So in terms of our energy fields, the human energy fields, there are five layers. So our energy bodies are known as five main layers, including physical body, which is well known to everyone. So it's what we see. However, the spiritual plane body itself contains different layers, which you call it subtle bodies and mental body could be separated to two layers, which is a lower mental and a higher mental. If you're asking where all these layers and bodies are coming from, which is a very great question. And here is the answer. As explained earlier about energy and vibration and how atoms are vibrating and creating physical and solid matters in the same time, they have magnetic field generated around them. 
which basically we call our aura. The human aura is that electromagnetic field around the body, which consists of multiple and different layers. And by using advanced technology and cameras, it is possible to take an image of auric layers, which will show the layers in different sorts of shades, colors, and those layers are the energy body layers. I, every time I'm in uh, level one, my Reiki courses, I always get my students to stand behind a white wall and I get everyone to stand over the other side of the room. And I say, right, look at the person, but look past the person and lower your gaze and really concentrate looking past behind the person at the white wall. So we could be there for a while, but then I say, what color do you see? And we always have the same feeling or the same view of what the color is. And that is the color of their auric field and that surrounds them. And it all means it has different meanings to different colors, but they're normally the Reiki colors and they would have significant meanings about the person, um, about their energy at that time. Your aura uh, colors can change as well over time. You know, if you're happy, you're in love, uh, if you've got experienced trauma, it would definitely change different colors. So going through the layers, we have the physical body. So it's the lowest in frequency and vibration. This regulates the human body. And generally we think of ourselves as a physical body, which is the best first layer of existing body. So this explanation may help you to understand there's more to yourself than what you see and feel by touching our skin. And perhaps you may realize that we have more senses than five, since these five senses are only from the physical body. The etheric body, this layer is a blueprint for the physical structure that it surrounds. There's also an etheric human energy field for the soul. And everything that exists in physical plane has its own subtle etheric body counterpart. The human etheric body is a vibrating web of energy from which our energetic blueprint is created. It also is a gray or gray blue in color and also has been referred to holograph of physical body. The emotional body. This layer regulates the emotional state of the organism and is unique to everyone like the fingerprint. It contains all our emotions and feelings, including those created by unresolved issues from other lifetimes or from our ancestors and whom of our mothers. The emotional body functions outside of the third dimensional reality and so has no recognition of time. The mental body, mental field, which contains lower and higher mental fields, processes ideas, thoughts and beliefs. Lower mental stores and transmits all our thought patterns and mental processes. The higher mental body is a layer of energy linked to heart chakra and is therefore a bridge from the physical to spiritual layer. It's interesting when we have negative thoughts, even though they're in an auric field, we'll feel them in our heart. The spiritual body. Spiritual field or plane contains ketheric body, celestial body, etheric astral body. Etheric template holds the highest ideals for existence. Celestial field accesses universal energies and serves as a template for the etheric field. In a spirit body level, there is a merger of all aspects of all the subtle bodies, as well as the essence of the physical and is linked to the crown chakra. So we are absolutely amazing beings on this planet. And what we see is only a fraction of what we are. And you know, in terms of when I advise clients about their energy, you know, I'm saying, you know, when people say step into your power. It's actually understanding energy and also how to protect your energy. 
So say, for example, you're going into a family gathering and there's just this one person, maybe an aunt or an uncle, that's very negative. Or I always find that you'd hear like, oh, have you, you got just got married a year ago. Oh, where are the kids? You know what I mean? Or you've not got a fella yet or a girlfriend yet. Or did you not go for that job? You know, and it's sort of a very negative environment or they're just being shitty towards you, uh, which people can be, uh, particularly family. <laughs> but, um, y- you know, when you are feeling low and your emotional aura is a bit damaged from either childhood trauma and ancestral trauma that you're still carrying, it's like if you can imagine a tear in your auric field. So we suffer soul loss. When we're growing up, going migrating through life, we may have a traumatic experience. And that, and in the emotional area where we feel it, we feel it in our heart, there a spit of a soul piece leaves our auric field in order to protect us. But we migrate through life when we get to a certain age and the tear is still there. And there could be many tears. I always picture a sieve. So like we go through life, we get, you know, a small, if someone says something upsetting, we're carrying some baggage. So you can imagine all the tears that are happening in your emotional layer. So by the time you come to about like middle age, you are laden down with these tears in your emotional layer. And this is when your higher self starts, like your repressed emotions, all those repressed emotions from those tears, they do start to come up. Could be a small little trigger. But some little trigger happens and then there's an avalanche of emotions. And you're like, hold on a freaking minute here. Where's this coming from? So then you notice that this trigger has caused you anxiety. It's caused insomnia. It's caused many negative thoughts. It gets you to dim your light. And you're just not stepping into your power because of these tears in your auric layer. As an energy healer and also shamanic healer, we tap into your auric fields, your energy fields, and we go back to your childhood or even to your ancestors. We heal from your ancestors to where you are now. If you think about it, you could be carrying eight generations of trauma. If you're Irish, think about all the stuff that we've been through in the last eight generations, famine, immigration, war, everything, depression, uh, everything. And that marks us, you know, that stays in our energy field because we're carrying our ancestors' trauma. So when we do get to a certain age in our lives, we're on our spiritual journey. Um, we, we have to really look at ourselves and look at those repressed emotions in order to heal. A energy healer will tap into those traumas and try and retrieve the soul loss in a form of shamanic drumming, a shamanic journey, energy healing, etc. And calling our spirit guides, connecting to your spirit guides and healing, connecting to source and healing. So there's a lot going on when we say uh, we're suffering from anxiety, you know, and there's a lot more going on. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know, they don't, they get triggered and they don't think there's any help out there. But there is, once you go to an energy healer and they know and they understand how energy works, you get some profound results from going to a shamanic healer or a Reiki healer. The aura is the energetic structure. It contains information about the current state of a person's body, mind, emotions and spiritual development. It also contains a record of every experience undergone by the soul. This is why the aura is so important to heal. 
So it's really important to protect our aura. So how do we protect our aura? Well, there is a number of things that we can do. You can call in your Archangel Michael. His specific purpose is to provide protection for light workers when asked. This can also be visualized as a blue ray of protective light. However, like all angels, he won't protect you unless you take the time to ask him for it. I'll give you an example. My wedding day and me and my partner were uh, a little bit worried about, you know, the whole day and a bit anxious as well. Um, you know yourself when a big crowd come together and you're, you know, you're you're nervous about how it's all going to pan out. But I said to my partner, I said, John, we're going to step into our bubble, our protective bubble for the whole day. No one's going to upset us. Nothing's going to go down. Even if the cake falls on the floor, anything, it's not going to affect our bubble. So we imagined and visualized stepping into this protective bubble and we walked around in it all day. So nobody's words, nothing, no uh, situation or anything could get past this bubble. And we had the most amazing wedding day. And it's as simple as that. You know, calling in protection, asking Archangel Michael to come in, even ask him to bring to cover you in his shroud of protection. And even that in itself helps knowing that you're not on your own and calling in your spirit guides on Archangel Michael. There also is very important aura cleansing. So what is aura cleansing? And benefits of cleansing your aura are you can give immediate relief emotionally, mentally and physically. We're literally carrying less baggage. It helps us to clear any negativity and helps circulate pure energy around our chakras and helps prevent disease. Remember, disease in the mind or in our auric field, if we carry that around in form of repressed emotions, it may manifest as something in our body in the form of disease. We can connect more easily to our higher selves and psychically as well when we have our aura clean. So, you may notice if you go to my new moon healing circles, I'll always do a clearing the channel meditation. So I'll always sort of do a, a chakra clearing down meditation for everyone that's there to cleanse their aura. So when they leave this space, their energies are raised and their vibration is raised at a higher level and they feel lighter, you know, that they're carrying less baggage. So they have left something in that room when they first came in that they've left it you know that they're walking away just like fresh renewed energy particularly under the new moon the new moon's all about new beginnings fresh ideas planting the seeds so it's really important that we cleanse our auric fields around that time to step into this new chapter so yeah who can be in our auras so negative energy illness or disease family members or friends sometimes we can energetically carry family members or friends it's not necessary as it does not help them. We're not taking away or easing their troubles. The human spirit constantly challenges us itself to evolve. And when we carry others, it may intrude upon our own soul evolution. The spirit needs to learn lessons in order to grow, however painful that may be. As healers, it's better to give and send healing if needed or desired for a family member, friend in distress. In terms of carrying other people's energy, speaking from my own experience, I would have hung around with a particular person who was hurting, but would never admit that they're hurting or suffering from a traumatic experience. And they, you would feel energetically pulled down. You'd feel that you'd have to dim your light around them. They were fairly controlling because it was a natural traumatic response to what they went through. So they would like to control their surroundings, their environments and the people around them. Not intentionally meaning to do it, but it was just their trauma response. 
And so me knowing I was getting triggered by this and I, my anxiety was through the roof and I was really suffering, but I absolutely love this person and I still do. But I had to make the decision to energetically step away because I wasn't being able to step into my own power. Did that hurt people? Yeah, 100%. Did it hurt me? 100%. But, you know, when you make the decision that you need to step away from people to grow and evolve in your own journey, there is a sense of grief around that. And I think when I say it to people, like when they say, look, I had to leave this group because they weren't good for me, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm going, there is a grieving process around that that nobody talks about. And they always agree. You know, even though you're you made the decision to walk away, it does not like a switch that like turns off all the emotions and that energetic connection that you had with that person. Not at all. You know, it could take years for someone to get over another person, especially when you love them so much. And yeah, do I regret it? No, because I wouldn't be where I am right now because I would have still dimmed my light around that person and I still wouldn't have been stepping into my purpose and fulfilling my soul contract. I've never have even had the courage to delve and explore in the energy healing space either, purely because I was always afraid of being judged by that person. So you always like dimmed your light around them. But I would miss them, still do. And maybe one day I have said, put it out there into the universe, go maybe one day we could be friends again. And maybe we might be two different people by the time we meet again. They've gone on their healing journey. I've certainly gone on mine. And we may connect again, maybe when we're really old <laughs> and maybe see each other across the room in a nursing home and then make some peace. But until that time, I'm still going to step into my power. And likewise, you can do the same. You know, it's uh, all about connecting to your own energy and your own purpose as you migrate to life and listening to your body. So in terms of going like say you wake up tomorrow morning and you say, right, I want to clear my auric field. Well, you can use sage you can spread it around your auric field and ask all negative energy to release and also call back your energy that you've left out past your biomagnetic field or you've left off with someone has carried it off from you. You can always go sea swimming. Sea swimming is such a cleansing and transformational hobby to do. And it has given me so much healing in a sense of cleansing and I remember like just Christmas gone I suddenly got really stressed on Stephen's day you know meeting a lot of people and was just getting a bit anxious and straight away I just like jumped out of bed said I'm going for a sea swim went down for sea swim came back like a new woman like it was unreal also mother nature forest you know you go to the forest when you want healing you know and connection mother nature has everything she has for you to heal for us to heal and also to connect back to our roots back to our land and that in itself is cleansing your aura like i always say to kids when they're absolutely annihilating each other and they're climbing the walls i say right that's it everybody jackets on we're going to go out and hug trees and that's what we do we hug trees and at first they're like, yeah, right, whatever, mom. But when I say hug that tree and see how you feel, and I ask them to close down their eyes. And while they're hugging that tree, I ask them, what do they feel? And they always say peace, calmness and connection. So maybe try it. If you're feeling lost, if you're feeling that you're carrying a lot of weight in terms of energy that's not yours, get out and hug a tree. It's as simple as that. 
I think that's it all about the auric fields and our energy. I hope I didn't get too technical with all the atoms and the protons, but there's science behind it. And there's science has proven that our energy lives on after we, I never say die, or I always say transform out of this earth world and into the spirit world. So it has been proven that we live on, our soul lives on. And if we're only seeing 0.001% of a solid thing, well then can you imagine what we're not seeing? I always say, start believing in the magic because the spirit world certainly has it all. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today and tune in next week. Have a lovely week until then. But first, actually, I'm going to pull a Oracle card. So your card for this week is a little message. I forgive and let go with loving ease. So I'm going to read out the meaning of this one. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is potent medicine and is one of the most important spiritual practices you can cultivate. When we forgive, we allow our lives to move forward with ease. Deep challenges or past hurts may hold your greatest gifts and can be down doorways to incredible insight, growth and compassion. When you forgive yourself or others, you say yes to life and open up to something more aligned. Although we may want the other to apologise first, we can't control one another. By saying no to the harbouring of negativity and suffering, we take full responsibility for how we feel clean up disharmony within ourselves and allow acceptance and love to prevail. Surrender control, let go of the blame and receive the underlying teaching. You're ready to take the first step. Bring love into your own being in this very moment. I hope you have a lovely week. Until next week, talk to you then. We have come to the end of this week's episode. Of this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed everything that we covered today. If you're interested in what I do and who I am, you can always go to my website, spiritualwellnesschristine.com, where you can book in for a session and where you can sign up to my newsletter. newsletter. You can also go over to Instagram where you probably get the most up-to-date access. My handle is at spiritualwellnesschristine. With all that being said, I hope you have a wonderful week and I'm looking forward to seeing you here next week. May your mind be at peace, your body in harmony, love in your heart and your spirit free. Have a good one. Have a good one.